minute, crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jensen and Tommy Jacket. 109 of the Daily Talk Show. And it started off with an argument with your girlfriend, Josh. Yeah, it feels like you want to... Um, <laughs> are you back on the roids? Because you're... Well, because my voice is gone. I have not been yelling from roid rage and I'm skinnier than I've ever been. <laughs> really? And and so if you're skinny, it means you don't take roids? No, you see, the, the thing with me is that... I get more people referencing that I'm looking skinny than I do if I'm putting on muscle. Mm-hmm. So people are like, "Oh, mate, what's going on? You, you, um, you've lost a lot of weight. Is that a good thing for you or no? Nah, because I'm triggered from the days of being a uh, wannabe bodybuilder where it was all about just being massive, and they're basically going, "You're looking like a little runt." <laughs> yeah, if I get a weight loss thing, it's the best compliment I could get. Yeah, so you're good at going, "Oh, you're looking smaller." Whereas mm-hmm. I always wanted to be known as looking bigger. Yeah, we're in your um, apartment. Bree's talk. Bree, I can't hear you because you're off mic. What did you just say? Sorry. No one ever says that to me. Okay, so Bree's managed to bring her um, weight. Uh, what's it called? What's body body dysmorphia onto the <laughs> show? It. You're looking great, Bree. You're training hard, and um, it's showing. I mean, that's uh, Bree said really things. bit sleazy. <laughs> the um, well, compliments are a funny thing. And I've always been wary of them. I've told you about the incident where I said to a girl, actually, it wasn't even a compliment. It was just a statement about someone's appearance. You look like, oh, have you been to the pool? No, she just had really oily hair that looked uh, wet. And was she? Know, and she wasn't wearing a bikini or anything? It was no, we just, were just we bumped into her at Macca's. Uh, I thought oh, maybe you're going to, to Macca's pool. after the pool. Ah, uh, uh, She was like, no. No, I've just been... Just been working yeah. at the fryer. The other one that's an interesting one that I've got in my life, and I don't really sunbake anymore. I used to love a good tan. Mm. I, I mean, I tan quite easily anyway. I've got a little bit olive. And people would just say, oh, you're really brown. Is that a compliment or... Yeah, it's a real compliment. What are they saying? Is that, no, that's they're great... just saying the colour, your hair is brown. It's... No, I think it's a. I think th- there's going to be a problem on this episode if we don't have a third microphone and Bree's talking. Yeah, yeah. Just so we'll have to have. We're going to get Bree and Amy on. Yeah, we're going to do an episode, and the next week or I was about so. To say we're going to do a foursome, <laughs> essentially. But maybe that's what we call the the title of the. This is like the time. Can we just bring up when you made the camera joke on Rob Ward's? This is your oh, opportunity yeah. to. Yeah. See this podcast. It when you say something. In a room and it's and there's no chance of it being edited. I feel like I said something on that podcast with Rob Ward from Quadlock, where no, I basically you're sounding way it, too serious than what this. Uh, this well, you was brought a joke. it up. Yeah, no, but I broke, brought it up in a joking way. Uh, Rob said something about me having kids or whatever, and he said he would call Bree to get, and a, then, get the ball rolling. Yeah, and then you said I've got the camera. Yeah, I've got the <laughs> camera ready. And then uh, yeah. no, because it ma- it made me feel in the moment like it was the wrong thing to say. You learn. And then I was like feeling bad about telling Amy. I was like, oh, I think I've done something. Because I don't listen back to go through to find these moments. I just have what I think about what the moment was like. Yeah. And that is usually the thought so much more worse, so much worse. Than what actually happened. Yeah. I'm glad I can say that that's the kind of person I am. What, what about this? I don't know if you got this vibe because I got a message from you saying, oh, we've got it. We should get Michelle on for the... Uh, talking about trans and stuff, right? Because she sent an email. Mm. The um, 
her email was was great. She said uh, we we inter- we interviewed her for episode forty. If you want to hear, I think it was episode forty. It's a good, good callback. Recall. Hear uh, hear that. But uh, her subject line is. Uh, you wouldn't survive dot 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 <laughs> as a transsexual Josh. Every time you needed to go to the loo, you'd have a panic attack, <laughs> Michelle. And the funny thing was, it was like a funny observation, but also like a real uh, eye opener in yeah. my um, lack of awareness in the sense, or just like, um, what would you describe it? What's that thing? What is that thing called? It's like, it's that thing of like, I was... It, it opened my eyes to actually like this is a like an issue for people. Yeah. Like this is like it's like being in a in a female toilet isn't like haha funny like for for people who might be trans or shit like that. Yeah. Well, you um, were talking about how you feel uh, anxious going and using the female toilets if mm-hmm. you have to. Yeah. Which you did at my office. That's what we're yeah. talking about. And Michelle was like eye rolling really really hard at that point. I think it was a nice way to point out that. Some other people are honestly dealing with this shit and yeah. maybe you, you're just overthinking it. But I guess we do. We think about this stuff. I remember kids in primary school, legit this kid named Tristan, never once used the toilet at school. Yeah. And he used to get bullied about, I think, being gay. Uh-huh. And so it was like this aversion from using the toilets. And, and yeah. It's all like connected probably. Yeah, I'm thinking it's connected. Yeah. I mean, what does his sexuality have to do with anything? But maybe there was a connection because he just... Didn't want to be yeah. seen to be, you know, he was an interesting young fella. Well, the um, I remember not wanting to take my top off in the change room. So, I was one of those weird ones at school. I'd always go into a cubicle. Mm. You'd end up getting all your fucking clothes wet in like a shower or something like that. Because you, cause <laughs> oh, I was a you little- poor thing. <laughs> you poor <laughs> thing. What about- Don't feel bad for me. What about um, at the pool, you always wore a top? T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, I would have always worn a T-shirt, like a rashy or whatever. But mm. um, that's and okay. Bit of a downer. Did you feel shit out? Uh yeah, no, I didn't like. I didn't like going to the beach, to pools, all that sort of thing. So I can. Um, Do you ignore them and not acknowledge it? It's just like you you move on, so you don't even have to go there. Because I think about when I see really overweight people, I think I think about how they. You know, I think I'm putting myself in their position. I'm going, I would be thinking about what everyone else is thinking about mm-hmm. me. But, mate, do they when you're a bit overweight? Do you think about what other people are thinking? Yeah, but I've been – the other thing I've been thinking about lately is like how much of my view of the world is obviously just the projection of how I feel about myself. So, mm-hmm. it's like the things that like if I see someone eating really poorly or they're just like, I'm like, oh man, I can't believe you ate like you're eating like that. Mm. When reality is that I've been there, I've done it. And it's this um, trying to have empathy in those moments. We yeah. had, I was at a conference today and this is really bad because the lady did a whole bit at the beginning of saying, okay, everyone, I want you to chant my name. Um, and it was, I think it wasn't Kathleen, but it was like, it was a name. She kept saying a name. And the reason was, is because everyone remembers her as she's got dwarfism. Okay. But the annoying thing is that's literally all I remember. Like, because her stories are all around that. I can't remember her name, but I remember that she's... She's a dwarf. Or a dwarf. Is it rude to say, you can't say dwarf? No, that's fine. Dwarfism. So, yeah, I I guess, yeah, the thing that she's left versus... 
if she just did a powerful talk about something. But maybe that's her thing, right? But, but it was really interesting because it was like you. I would have loved for you to um, hear it and all that sort of thing because it was like it was all on interesting stuff around. Um, you know, she was she was talking about okay, why couldn't I play? Uh, you know, this role or that role. She's an actress and she was talking about all the different roles and stuff that she would just never get the part at because I, it's like... I, I was convinced there was dwarfs playing roles. Look at Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> He's the smallest man in showbiz. But no, but really there is that, the weird thing that we, the projection that we have of what is normal. Yeah. And it's a... Um, so when you're living in it, it is very normal. Is that what you're saying? Like... Nah, it's more, it's more that like... Okay, if we, she, she was bringing up points of like, oh, could that, you know, like it's made up anyway. These actors aren't actually these people. Yes. So why couldn't, she was sort of saying, why couldn't we have a black actor playing someone who was meant to be white or stuff like that, which mm. I think is interesting because I'm like, oh, well, you want someone who just looks closest to the person, right? Mm. But um, yeah, it was it was really interesting. I still, I still don't quite get a point. I might look her up. Yeah, I I've done an absolutely horrendous job of explaining it. But it's essentially it's just that idea of like we all have our own truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Own realities, and it's that idea that what we perceive as normal. Um, I've been thinking a lot about people because I've I've seen a lot of people go in to buy cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And you, if you choose to smoke, so what? Good for you. Just don't flick them on the ground when I'm around because I'll flip out. <laughs> you too good. I, I flip out a lot. But I I watched an overweight woman and, I, and I'm pointing this out because I was thinking of health in the moment. Mm-hmm. wasn't just typecasting or whatever. Overweight woman who bought chocolate snacks mm-hmm. and a pack of smokes. Yeah. And I, and I looked at her thinking, is she thinking that I'm looking at her, judging her? Yeah. Because... I probably was a little bit in the moment, mm-hmm. which is not, I don't, it's a, it's definitely a default of going, oh, look at this unhealthy person. Yeah. I wonder but, how you can switch, how you can change that Yeah, because it wasn't like when I think about it, I'm an asshole for being a judgy piece of shit because there's probably stuff I do that I could judge. 100% yeah. it could be. But it was a thought, a, 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 like a, I guess a connection I made straight away. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking about that. I sort of took it from that going, wonder how they feel about the whole smoking thing. Do they think about when they are buying it? I was thinking about it. I think... Um, you want to start smoking? No. Start no, smoking? No, I was th- no, but I was thinking after hearing this presentation, the thing that st- I was thinking about is like, she's talking about hot people, you know, what it is to be hot. Mm. And I was thinking, I reckon I actually am nicer. <laughs> she didn't say hot. I am, <laughs> I am hot. No, I, I reckon... Is like I reckon I am nicer to good-looking people unconsciously. Mm. I think that I, I think that there's something that it's. What does a good-looking person consist of besides visually what you're seeing? What are the what are the traits? What's a I don't know if a dude is like tall. Yeah. Uh, if they're sort of uh, skinny, tall, I think that like athletic. Mm. I don't know. Like so, I was they literally, more, I was on your command. audible just before mm-hmm. listening to Jordan Peterson's book. Yeah, I saw you fifteen minutes in, then he turned it off. Yeah, get back it to was, it, mate. Yeah, listen to the first chapter. He talks about he's, uh, the lobster thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he's looking at lobsters in reference to their hierarchical structure and their neurological system and how it's similar to other th- um, species like ourselves. But he is talking about people who uh, are number one or high performers or whatever. So there's a bunch of traits, good-looking people. So for there is tr- things like a high level of serotonin in their body, which helps someone hold themselves really strong. And, mm-hmm. and I guess there's a lot more things that contribute to that good-looking person. You know, like think about like a, a dark, good-looking person, like a Johnny Depp. He's kind of like, he battles that dude, I think. And he's like, a, it's a bit dark looking. Or the, uh, I'm talking men here, the high, you know, holding themselves up like The Rock. Mm-hmm. The Rock's probably not the traditional hot male, but he's got all the other things going for him Yeah, that add to it. So I think you saying that I give priority or uh, what's it, what, how would you frame that? You give... I just said that I... Give attention to those people more so I over. feel like I'm nicer to hotter people. Yeah, so you're nicer to hotter people. But I think there's actually something going on there um, that's uh, on well, a chemical level. someone's got like level. a nice smile or if they seem friend... Like I think that we don't say they're hot, but we're like, geez, that person was really nice. Like we've, yeah. had, like we've had people over and it's like, man, that dude was... Not, like wasn't he just like a nice yeah. dude? But I think but what I'm just trying to say also is- happened that he like had like... Nice hair and yeah. well-dressed. But what I'm saying is that along with these good looks or whatever, there's other attributes like the high levels of serotonin and the shoulders yeah, back, no standing tall. I feel like we're completely out of our... No, but I, I don't I, think so. Yeah, I get what you mean. It's so like, what I'm it's saying is there's other is, things at play. I don't yeah. know what those things are. There are. There are a bunch of different things. Well, the idea is that if you are good-looking, then potentially... You um you your self esteem is going to be high, which mm. means all these other things, which means you get picked in the sporting teams, and you get mm. you, you know you make friends easier, and then all of it. It's this sort of uh, self fulfilling prophecy. That Do you happens. think you're good looking? Nah, on a self esteem level, not just this vein. Nah, I think that I've I think my personality is okay. I think that I've um I think that because I'm not that good looking, I've spent maybe time being interested in other people which people like that I'm interested in other mm. people and I'm interested in them do you think you're good looking I, I think from oh, a, here we go go on <laughs> just one thing before I take it to me I, I you two as in I'm, I'm looking right now at Josh and Brie mm-hmm. Brie sitting next to her you two are better looking I said this to you yesterday uh-huh. you two are better looking than you've ever been but isn't that such a funny thing that that's even a, a compliment? Because it's not really something we can control, is it? No, but I think you've grown into yourselves. Whereas, like, I look at Amy from years ago, and I look at me. <laughs> I, know where I was you're a going, dweeb. Then I look at Amy. I look like a dweeb. <laughs> so did Amy, and I. She's like fine wine, better with age. So what's what are the attributes? What are you looking at? Where it's like, oh, you are better looking. I don't know. But you you guys are a bit more groomed. Maybe you come into yourselves like I literally went and confidence. got a $15 Just Cuts. Don't knock Just Cuts. They could be yeah. a sponsor one day. Yeah, they but actually are. They're paying for my... Yeah, no, go on. From a visual point of view, obviously you've changed a lot since you were a kid, which you look like you, you've you got your shit together. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. You both do. You both are attractive. So do you think you're good looking? Peeps. I think from... I definitely don't think I'm ugly. I've always felt... <laughs> I know what you're looking for. 
Huh? Yeah, I, What's Bree trying? Put the Bree mic wants on to, to say Bree. Bree wants to really make a comment. No, because I was just I was just thinking everything that you were saying. I feel like is incorrect. Like it's not true. Like, Ooh what? la la! It was outrageous listening to you say that you. I, I can you don't touch the mic. One sec, let me say. Um, <laughs> no, I think where you were saying that you think you're nice to attract you attractive people. You're nice to everybody. Anybody that shows you kindness or anybody. You're you're a nice person, and you're any person that shows that, that has a good person or attributes of a good person that's friendly or kind or anyone that even just shows you communicates with you. You are a nice person to them, and you are attractive. And I feel like you, particularly since since your whole thing is rebrand, yeah, you do feel good about yourself, and you do feel like you are attractive now, and that's okay. Can I get a comment from you, Josh? There was a tiny bit of static in a, a bit of the audio because Bree's phone was on the ca- on the cable, but I fixed that. Uh, no, I agree. I think that the thing is that I do like anyone that's nice to me. <laughs> yeah, but the people's looks, like I felt like that was such an untrue thing that you said. No, but I think I think that there is a super, super, super unconscious thing that goes on that I can't even... And, but maybe, I don't know, like... I'm definitely, it's hard to, like, maybe there it's something that's, like, super, like, unconscious. I'm trying to, like, tap yeah. into, and this is the thing with the podcast is it's, like, I'm un- I'm deconstructing thoughts that I haven't even fully synthesized. But I think mm. that there is, it's that thing where I'm, like, oh, I look back at the the people that, like, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe I actually... Maybe maybe the people that I like, I think, are better looking than what they are. Mm. I don't know. Um, so, okay, I guess I've got to answer the question. <laughs> um, the thing is, it's like it, we're asking this in a safe space where it's like you don't want to be seen to be a wanker. Mm. And I don't think if you – I think you can think you're good looking and have the wanker bit left out. I have da- – how about this? I have days where I'm like, oh, man – yeah, that was a good photo. Like I have good moments. Yeah. That photo that you took of me in f- uh, behind the teddy bear, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I don't actually look like a f- like disgusting there. Yeah, I mean, I have those days too. I don't think I am unattractive. I've had enough affirmation of being attractive from people in my life that it would give me the thought of I probably am. Mm. It's no, no, that's fair. No, I think you're a good-looking dude. I think you've got ver- things that I look at, like you've got very full hair, where I've I've got sort of sort of I'll, pathetic hair. Keep nodding, breeds. Pr- I appreciate it. No, you've got really good thick hair. Oh, thanks, mate. It feels like you could get a haircut anywhere. You could even not cut your hair, and it would look that good. Um, I was, I've written in our um, Trello, our Trello content diary about being perved on. Yeah. And I was thinking about... Never happened. That's never happened to me. You don't feel that? No. Um, Actually, uh, maybe like in... Uh, there was like a time in Vegas or something with like an old, older ladies or something. Like, I feel like yeah. there was one... Like, I, I feel... I've been to gay clubs before and I feel like how women would feel when there's a bunch of um, tradies and mm. you walk past them and they're just like, ooh la la. Yeah, it, I I I know the feeling of how uncomfortable being it makes you feel, being a piece of meat at a gay club. If I've experienced that, but I've even experienced that from women. Mm. I feel bad. Completely just, over the top towards me. 
it's um I'm even thinking about the hot stuff. I think Bree's right. Like it, the more I think about it, the more it's like I realize that yeah, maybe it's not. But the thing is, it's maybe not even the way that I act. But I think that I just give people the benefit. I don't know. It's very. I mean, if you're leading with the thoughts of your looks, it's definitely. I think that's a dangerous place because you end up being an Instagram model. Bree wants to come back and welcome to back to the show, Bree. <laughs> Thanks. No, I, I was also just thinking it's not only you're not only nice people that show you kindness, but even people that sort of are negative towards you or sort of have beef or something with you, for example. I can't think of any clear one for the moment, but I feel like you have a really good way of communicating with that person in a calm and kind way. Like there's nothing about you. Like I just, just yeah. Do you do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? I think I do have like a level of empathy. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I've got like a level of empathy, but within that empathy, I also am just thinking, I'm like, oh man, um, maybe that, what are you doing, Bree? Your phone. You want I your think phone? for some good looking people, there's some dangers in having the thoughts around that you, uh, like I think there's patterns. Like mm. I've got friends I who are super good looking and I um, – and I can just see some some of what's happened based around the response they've been getting all their life. Mm-hmm. And I can see that it can be dangerous yeah. if it's what you focus on. That's why it's like if someone says, oh, should I be a model? It's like it's a dangerous slope I feel to go on. Did you ever do modeling? Nah, I don't have a model look. Okay. That's what they told me when I was trying. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like, you know, I... I can't. I, I I hate the thought of modelling. I'd rather be on videos I talking thing, and being animated and and actually being a, f- a whole person. Yeah. Versus whatever you need to portray in a photo. I think the thing is that w- w- if I was to distill it down, what I've identified with myself that I have, I'll never express it, but I have negative thoughts about people and the choices that they make in my head, and I'm quite negative about it. Mm. I don't express that. But I th- my learning has been, I think, that it is actually coming from a self-negative. Like, I am as just as hard as on myself as I am on, with, others. W- on others. Yeah. And I so, mean, I, that's why I go to you as the uh, resident ex-fat guy. Because yeah. there's a lot of things that come with that. I've never experienced that in my life. But the other thing, too, is what I've been thinking about is I was even, like, thinking about yesterday and, like, I do this whole reference of like oh i'm the 100 oh remember i was 120 kg jj like there's there are like a lot of people who might be 120 uh, kilometers no um kilograms yes and um or you know bigger and i think that maybe i think the thing that i'm uncomfortable with is that i'm like looking back and being like oh geez like even the conversation with you being like man you're so refined now and all that sort of thing Mm. i think that we're painting a quite a a negative picture, which is that so much of our worth could be attached to that. Whereas I think that I am like, I think the sad bit is I feel like I'm the same person. And I think that, um, yeah, I don't think that the, even things like I talk about the rebrand, like rebrand and all that sort of thing. There's a bit of, there's a sad part of me, which is like that 
<laughs> that I have had to do this, that I've had to, that through all the, the negative or the self-loathing about how I look and how I feel about myself, that I am now, does that make sense? That, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I get it. And so I think that there is... Well, I mean, we're all in our own journeys and it's all equivalent. It's all relevant to the individual, mm-hmm. however they see it. I um, mean, and the other thing too is the... I think that the other distinction is those... the. I'm talking about first impressions as well, right? Like I think that it's easy... When you see someone smiling or something like that, it's easier, but it's also... I'm a smiley kind of guy. Yeah. I remember a woman at the gym... She said, why are you always smiling? Why are you were you? for real? <laughs> why were you always smiling? I was on drugs. <laughs> no, but I was just smiling. You just, I just smile at the gym. It's like if you're around people. She like, asked you, how long ago was this? Uh, years ago when okay. I was young, like 19, yeah. 20. But I was just working, working at the gym. I smile at heaps of people. It's a, um, yes, getting smiling at people, you do get some interesting responses because mm. they're reading it. Because uh, people read, like even Amy was telling me, and I'll get her to tell this story one day on the show. She was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm going to smile at more people," and I, you know, and she wasn't smiling at men for a while, mm-hmm. and then she started smiling at men, and she got a few pests really from it. It's weird because it's like, why the why would you think that a smile's an invitation for any kind of interaction mm-hmm. beyond it, smile back, hi? Yeah, but I get it. It's like maybe how we all read body language and how we're looking and handshakes is it's fascinating w- what it's doing to someone else's mind did you ever get into nlp did you ever do anything your linguistic that? programming yeah it was another three grand on top of the five grand that i spent my life coaching course. So you never did it never did it <laughs> i was tra- i was talking to um jason fox like uh, a couple of days ago about it yeah just being like, ah, oh, look, I know it's a bit gross, but what's like? Tell me the principles. <laughs> He's a I know. So he he was like, eh, it's like there's some good sides to it, but it's also really gross. But he was explaining some of the different things about how to. So like, if I'm talking to, uh, I can. It's well, there's things like mirroring. Yeah. So it's like there's bits in it that help you build rapport really quickly mm-hmm. with somebody. I think the best way to build rapport is just being like a nice human. But maybe there's a whole bunch of things that are natural to people mm-hmm. like you notice that like you're in a conversation you end up crossing your legs like they're crossing mm-hmm. their legs half the time and I, I and i just catch myself like oh look at this i'm mirroring this person's body language it's or funny when you see people doing it deliberately like at job interviews or stuff like that there's a fine line between looking like a weirdo trying to yeah. place your hand on their shoulder as he <laughs> says something profound to then anchor that feeling to the moment but i mean we should it would be great to have someone on who's a um, NLP master. Did you have any luck getting the the that medium guy that you were going to? Oh, Charlie Goldsmith. We're trying to. We will, but I think it's. I think it's going to be a bit tricky. Yeah, it's a bit locked down with his TV show. I think. Yeah, and he probably's l- listened to our bullshit. <laughs> and it's like, mate, I'm not going on these. Um, before when when we we're on our way here, there was a guy that got out of a car to yell at the other dude. That's full on to get out. Why did he get out? How much? No idea what happened. But it, what it got me thinking, I was, I had um, another issue that I've had at the moment is my phone is always on low battery. I just like, What's I'm. your problem? I have no idea. I just, I, I'm not winning at life at the moment when it comes to my phone. you charge it overnight? I charge it overnight, but I've been getting up at 5 a.m. 
So and so right now I'm at less than ten percent battery. Yeah, but do you realise how much you look at your phone? It yeah. adds to it. I haven't charged. Oh no, because I've been in the car today. Yeah, well, I don't have the charger in the car at the moment. But anyway, so I didn't have enough battery to be able to film the altercation. <laughs> but I was like, Bree, get the phone out. But it made me realize that I'm 100% a guy who is a dash cam guy. I need a dash yes. cam. Because yeah, I'd be just capturing shit all the content. time. Get one. I'd literally just go on drives. Commutes. Yeah. I'd literally just be like, you know what? I'm just going to jump on the Monash this morning. See what we can get. Well, the, the, I think it's the problem though. It's like cyclists... I don't, not all you cyclists listening, it's not all, always you, but you get the, there was a meme about like gets, you know, cyclists gets helmet cam, starts looking for, looking for trouble, <laughs> finds it. It's well, like, I think the thing is, I, I'm fine with that because the thing is, if, if anything, it could probably like shift the power a little bit into the cyclists because the reality is that they're on like a bike and you're in a car. Yeah. You could do a lot more fucking damage being in the car than the bike. So if the camera is going to stop them from like getting killed or run over. You've heard the theory of um, that we are like in a heightened sense of um, like a heightened state when we're driving that's all around because um, it's like so dangerous mm-hmm. and we are registering the danger yeah. that's then sending us into this hyper awareness oh, no. that's like triggering and making us all like on the edge. So it's like when you see all these people just like, like, you know, I'm sure you've been it, I've been it. At some point, weaving that through traffic, sense. bullshit, but it's like we're all so ready for ready for a fight. action because we're so <laughs> afraid of getting killed. I've been thinking, so I was catching up with my mate Keegs the other day on a Sunday. No, it was Saturday, Saturday. And um, he was running late and he's like, oh, sorry, man. Um, it's traffic's bad out of Moorabbin. Something. Anyway, didn't really understand what I'm like. What is he doing in Moorabbin? He's um, learning to fly. He's becoming a getting his pilot's license. Fuck, that's cool. Yeah, I thought it was sick. I was like, man, how, what's the deal? Like, how much does it cost? And he was like, I think it was four hundred dollars an hour, and I think like to get your recreational license. license. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I think it worked out that you had to do like. 20 hours or 40 hours yeah. or something like it was about 15 grand to get your license which like to get your recreational license which I actually thought was cheaper than what I thought like I imagined it would like be 50,000 plus interesting I, I when I was PTing I had a client that I had two clients that have now got their pilot licenses and they fly over Melbourne sometimes but he would always be like nicking off after training to go to a, um, it's so interesting. He said that he's like, oh, sorry, man, I was late. I uh, failed the landing four times. So we had to just keep doing it. Interesting. But I just don't know. I just, I wonder what I would do in that state. It was like the other day I was saying how when I was saying something nice to Hamish at the end of the podcast, my ears would ring. I feel like if a, if my ears ring at something like that, like, can I be trusted on a plane? <laughs> Why like are they ringing? What's, what's the thought? I have no idea, but does that ever happen to you? Like, if I say something, if I was to actually, like, get into an emotional state where I'm saying something really nice to you, yeah, uh, yeah. my ears will ring. Like, it was, like, painful, like, really loud. <laughs> does it happen when you whisper in Bree's ear that you love it? No, because it's only short. But if if I had to, if I had to read something out, or if it was like, that's interesting. I wonder what I the hell's m- happening there. What is? What do you think that means? 
it's it was something so going I, on. So I sort of worry that if if I can't control my body in that state of just saying something nice to someone, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's there. more functional. Maybe can, it's just more systematic to land a plane than give someone a compliment. Can someone send us an email if this happens? Actually, let's go into. Should we do some do email stuff? Um, Trevor Trevor Long uh, emailed and said that. Uh, I had sort of said a disclaimer at yesterday's episode where I was like, um, "The basically we're talking shit," and he was like, "Mate, that's my favourite episode," <laughs> which was nice. Well, Trevor, um, cop this episode, mate, because yeah, we've been talking is, shit. Yeah, this is. Uh, you'll probably say not this sort of shit. Can we? Do we have time for Wen's email, or have you got to go? No, I've got to go pick up my son. I've ignored Poor two. Wen. <laughs> I've ignored two calls from my wife. I thought you were going to say two calls from Bodhi. Yeah, we're, we're currently in St Kilda at Tommy's apartment. And um, yeah, we're, this is a, a very last minute show and you've got to go pick up Amy. So we better go. But please send us your emails. Hi at the dailytalkshow.com. And here's something that would be really nice. Actually, this feels like it was a bit of a shit episode in the sense of I started talking about something that I was sort of hypothesizing and then by the end of it, I didn't actually believe the start. <laughs> so it's an annoying thing of like, you've got to get to this point to realize my full thought. And there's going to be heaps of people who are like, probably listen to the first bit and being like, this guy's a fucking idiot. Anyway, uh, don't recommend this to Ep. <laughs> I, was, I, no. I was initially going to say, it'd be really nice if you did a social media post. If you are listening and enjoying, do a social media post. Well, it still stands. Still stands. I'll be back next week with a better voice because yeah, you've you're fucked. All right, everyone, it's the Daily Talk Show. Enjoy your weekend. We've we've uh, starting from uh, in a week and a half's time. Uh, I'll be doing this show remotely while I travel, which will be great. International. But we'll only be doing four uh, during that time. We'll be doing four of these types of episodes a week and then every Friday we're going to have an interview with someone and we're starting to get the interviews at the moment and we've got someone that we're interviewing on the weekend yeah. who uh, is going to be great. I've got two locked in next week too. Amazing. I've been sliding into people's DMs. Yeah, it's all about sliding in. I also... Uh, <laughs> that sounded wrong. You did. I uh, emailed Peter Hitchener, try and get him on, who's Gee. a Melbourne... Uh, newsreader that people love and I love. All right, everyone, have a good one. See you guys. uh, See you Monday. Bye.